Hey, so I got Sam here with me. We both met at the U of M, University of Minnesota. We both ran. No, you didn't run track. <laughs> I ran track. You played both baseball. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm going to tell you guys a story how Maddie and I met. Well, first of all, see, I always want to start with college because I didn't know you at MASH, really. And first, I noticed, well, I did have a crush on you. Like, <laughs> and that, that happened pr pretty fast as well. And I was, I was a young kid, but I, I was drawn to you mm -hmm. in some way. And especially because I realized that we worked out at MASH together mm -hmm. for a year and a half. But for, yeah. but for some reason, I didn't, I wasn't one of those creeps that would like stare at you in MASH. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, but in college, though, you when I realized... You anything to me. You didn't even say that. Oh, I, I never looked at you. I didn't look at anybody. I was just in my business. That's good, though. Get in. I didn't want to... Make and I was, I, I've always been kind of scared of girls. But yeah, your next door neighbor, so I had a little bit of crush on you. And then yeah. I think we went to the, like a mash thing. We went to want some orientation events together. And we just started hanging out kind of casually. And it started really friendly because I did have a little crush on you, but mm -hmm. I, I didn't try to make moves or anything no. right away because I, I just fully expected to be friends. Um, it was, it was yeah. kind of like a, just a harmless crush where I, I yeah. just kind of wanted to well, be Well, I friends. hadn't. No idea. I mean, show, no. I would never show that. Yeah, we got to be really good friends, and that was, or that was, yeah, freshman, freshman year. We were freshman year, we became good friends, and then that time kind of took us away a little bit. Sports. We, we, oh, different yeah, friend I groups. We played sports, different friends. We're always friends. And we were always friends, but you know, sometimes like you, your path took you away, my path took me my way, and then, mm -hmm. um, but we always did keep in touch though even if it would be once every few months or so mm -hmm. whenever we would hang out again we'd pick up right where we left off yeah which is i i can't say that about a lot of my friends but we've always that connection just picks right back up right like nothing and so and that brings us till today that, yeah. that's the history now you're there. here and now that's why you're on my podcast yeah and I'm, i am crazy. glad to be here i don't there's i don't get to talk very often because I, I don't hang out with people much at all. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I do get the chance to talk, it's hard to shut me up. I'll no. try not to say too much. So how has, like, quarantine been for you? I know that it's just kind of been a weird time. You said earlier that you were doing okay. So why don't you just kind of get into that a little bit? I'm never bored. There's never a shortage to do. I've picked up a couple things as well because you probably know that I, I do a lot of reading and so that yeah. takes up a ton of my time, but I can't read for 12 hours a day, nor would that be good for yeah. anybody. It's like you should only read so much because yeah. you don't want to like live your life in a book. But I've started playing the guitar. I started painting. Creative activity is something that I just want to do more of. I definitely have been struggling, but that's yeah. just because I get stress about not having to oh it, it's it's tough like yeah. and it kind of just depends on your personality too and there's a lot yeah. of factors that go into whether like how rough i was in greece oh yeah i came back then we we got forced back home so i stayed as long as i could out there but then mm -hmm. the university of minnesota they said they would unenroll me if i didn't come home because i was i was going to try to stay out there really fighting them on just saying no i i'm i'm fine out here i have good connections I have places to stay I have it all figured out if I stay out here and it's it, Greece um the the uh, virus didn't affect Greece all that much either it was it was very it was a safe space safer than the United States and then you get all these kids traveling through airports to go back oh, home yeah. and it's like it was just a train wreck at the time and oh, so I so I try to fight the university to let me stay out there but they eventually just 
had enough of my arguments and they just threatened me to say, all right, you, if you stay out there, you are going to be unenrolled this semester. We'll, you'll lose all the credits this semester and everything will just go to waste. I'm like, okay, so booked a <laughs> ticket home. Yeah, like no choice. <laughs> had, yeah, I had no choice. So I booked a ticket home and then I just started working last week too, or this week actually. I work with um, this guy that runs a hockey camp in Stillwater yeah. for like younger kids and so he does, he trains them on the ice, mm -hmm. but I take them through workouts. So I work with a few groups a day, and then he wants me to do some computer stuff, like work on his website, so I'll make his website look better. And I feel like you'd be good at that, because I feel like... Well, it's nice. Really I just, because normally I'm a pretty quiet guy, mm -hmm. but whenever I get around kids, I just get so lively. I, be, I seriously become a kid again, and I get really mature, which is, I mean, that can go yeah. be both good and bad, but right. it's, it's, I like it. You were someone who was really close to me when I was struggling when I was a freshman. And I know that, like, you, I've talked to you about mental health before, and so I just kind of wanted to hear your perspective. What do you think about mental health in general? How you deal with all the pressure right now that I feel like our age is facing? Oh, it's, a, it's like, a big time. This is, I mean, younger kids, whether you go to college or not, mm -hmm. it's the, like once you're in, kind of approaching, like, the... 20s and in, when you're in those early 20s it's you're trying to pick a direction for life how the heck do yeah. I know where I'm supposed to go from and you can just be almost just tearing your hair out trying to figure out what you want to do with your life oh what do I want to do for a job and there's so many uncertainties you think that you all of a sudden have to figure out at this time but first of all it's like you said you have to figure all that out right now yeah, yeah like you don't you don't know like most people should not have those answers because I mean what experience do you have to rely on I mean some people are really lucky and they they find at least mm -hmm. for talking about if we're talking about a job or a career like right. if, if they find something early in the, in their teenage years and they just get lucky by by figuring that out early it's like good for them but most people you just gotta you gotta kind of come into yourself to learn about what you like doing, what you're good at. And so it's at our age, there's definitely a lot of things going through people's minds. And so it can be, it can be a tough time. I just feel like there's a lot of expectation that we need to be at a certain point at a certain age. You need to be, have a career at this point and you need to be married at this point and you need to be out of school at this point. You That's... need to go to this school and you need to be done mm -hmm. with college in four years. Yeah. I think that's something that I stress about a lot just feeling like I need to live up to everyone's expectations yeah in general recently I've been like okay I just need to do like my own thing not worry about what people think easier said than done but it's the work in progress always oh, yeah it always will be I, mean, I don't think anybody who says they have it figured out even when they're when they're in like their 40s and 50s a lot of things it's like yeah. you never quite have life figured out it's yeah, always no. bigger than what you you can never wrap your arms fully around it I mean it's that's a sort of wisdom that's not human to like under, fully understand life, but it's but yeah, these times I, they're tough on kids, but or they're they're tough. It's tough on everybody. Well, especially during like the quarantine when everything is on pause. Like I ha was supposed to have an internship this summer. Yeah. Like even people who just graduated too. Like I know so many people who are like, I don't have a job. No yeah. jobs. Terrible time to get moving out. Moving back home. Oh, yeah. that's 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 something right there. All yeah. of a sudden, moving, 
moving back in with the parents. It's like I'm in high school again. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I don't like it, too, because um, even my dreams, I, I pay attention to my dreams a lot. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm back with the parents. And I have like almost like high school type dreams again where, where they take place with my high school mm -hmm. friends. And I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it because it feels like my I've like moved backwards in a way. Once you get used to being on your own, all of a sudden getting back under the comfort of your parents doesn't feel too good. Right. It can kind of stress you out and you should feel like, hell, I'm an adult. I shouldn't be living in my parents' basement anymore. How do you feel like you manage all that to like combat those things? Honestly speaking, this whole time in quarantine, I can I can say I've never been, you could say, happier with my life. I've been in very good spirits. Oh, okay. and, and that's because that's exactly what I think about, just like what I do every single day. Because even though technically there's nothing I have to do, mm -hmm. I still have very, very structured days. And I've kind of just built that habit throughout college too, where I'm still getting up at 6.30 every morning. I'm still going to bed at 10.30 every night. And just simple things like that, going to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time. Because what people kind of lack is structure. I mean, they, they feel like they have nothing to get up for. And they're all those, I mean, some nights they stay in bed till, stay up till like 2 a.m. And it's just, so I think it, just a simple thing like sleeping, mm -hmm. it's just. You have actually been someone who I know has been like actually sticking to that since like for a couple of years now. I oh, like. yeah. I feel like structure is so important. Because it keeps you on schedule, yeah. on track. Oh, it, it, it really does. And so, I mean, I get up early and then just throughout the day, there's, like I said, reading's a big part. And morning, like my brain works the best in the morning. I can focus yeah. incredibly well in the morning. And then, and so that's the best time for me to read too. Yeah, sure. give us your day schedule. Like, oh, I can like give what, you my day, day in the life of Let's Sarah. Hear it. Let's I can hear give it. you my daily schedule. Let's hear it. Because it, it's the same thing every single day. So I get up at 6.30. First thing I do, do is... you really? Every day, 6.30? Every morning, yeah. You, check, it's, you don't it's, hit it's the a, snooze even, button? Even on Sundays. Even okay. on Sundays. If I feel... If I wake up and I feel really tired, then I'll I'll open the blinds and I'll I'll stay in bed for another <laughs> 10 minutes. But then usually I'm, I'm ready to get out of bed at that point. But first thing I do is stay in bed and I grab my journal and I write, write down my dream for the night. Most of the times there's like multiple dreams. It's like a series in a night and there's, cause your dreams kind of jump around a little bit. So that can actually take quite a while. And I try to get in depth into my dreams too and try to figure out maybe what they were about, even though a lot of times they just seem like complete nonsense. But but I think if I if I keep track of my dreams over time, that, that just, what dreams can tell you is just the whole, what, what's going on behind the scenes in your mind the things that really control you in your life are kind of in the unconscious yeah see like i don't like remember my dreams like that really it's tough and, and especially um you almost have to like train that habit of trying to remember them immediately mm -hmm. there's some mornings where i wake up and if i didn't write it down immediately it's just gone what happens if you wake up and you like don't have one like you can't remember it you just kind of just move on Go you on just yeah day. Yeah, it's, it, not, it's, like it's not like a big thing. No, I didn't remember. But sometimes I get frustrated where, where I wake up or throughout the day something will happen. I'll be like, oh, that's what my dream was about. Oh, I've had that happen too. Yeah, yeah it's it's weird how those things just stay. They're in your mind somewhere, but your your normal conscious thinking can't like bring it up. It's incredible what our heads are filled with, but we just simply don't know. I mean, it, it really is like a 
very common psychology picture for like the whole brain is it's the picture of like an iceberg where you got the very tip of the iceberg above water that's like the normal conscious mind and then under the water what you can't see is just that huge bottom part of the iceberg which is the unconscious yeah. and so but dreams are really the easiest access to see like what's kind of going on in that yeah they're really personal but sometimes something can click it helps me day try to day things it helps me try to sort myself out and that that's really what it is the, there's that whole um a big saying in ancient mm -hmm. greece was like know thyself i mean that's it's a very difficult thing to do because there's a lot of things to know about yourself and to this day i i think they say they know more about the ocean than they do about the human brain in its full capacity trying to record my dreams remember them think about them okay. when you know yourself the one who knows themselves best and that's really how you know what path you should really take what's the best path for you like i think you said it earlier it's like there's no one path you i mean you can have your friends with you along the way you know how people talk about who you surround yourself with helps you determine that path do you know what i'm saying you know how people are like five people that you surround oh yourself. they say yeah show yeah. me your friends and you can see your future mm -hmm. or something like that or and then, which which is very true not of all your friends because mm -hmm. most people that have tons of friends and even some of my friends they're kind of scumbags <laughs> they're fun to be around <laughs> but there's different levels of friends Shade. but but i think that's um but when it comes to like your best friends what, mm -hmm. what people call soulmates they're almost like a, a reflection of you you find so many similarities in them and there's just that connection that you can't even explain you and lauren feel that way i mean yeah, there, there's something oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and there's 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 just some deeper connection which i think can be described like the best way to describe it is something doing with the soul your guys souls connect with one another so we were talking about your daily routine, and we kind of got and off. I, but like, see, yeah, no, but and that's good. just the first thing, and that's well, that just shows how deep a day can. This is about yeah, first thing starting with dreams, and that's yeah, that's the first five minutes of my day. <laughs> but then after that, I get coffee, get water, then I start reading for an hour and a half probably. Then I start writing. The writing can be whatever I thought about what I was reading or just something that just kind of came into my head. Tell us more yeah. about like why you do that or why is that one? Like what benefits you, you find from reading and journaling it, it in the all, morning? Yeah. It all goes back to just trying to figure out, and I, I haven't always been in this habit, but I've, I just kind of developed that habit over the, the last year or so. Whenever, like everybody has like mm -hmm. the voices in their heads where you ask yourself like, oh, why did I do this? Or yeah, just certain feelings and emotions that just kind of yeah. come to you. And so rather than just kind of brush those off try to confront whatever kind of like i feel that. like this morning it was it was in like an hour and a half writing and it was like a dialogue in my own head between two voices there's one because this morning i was just overwhelmed with this like really negative doubtful type of a voice that was in me instead of ignoring it which which is what a lot of people do it's like you know just ignore the bad things it's like no let's and so I just let it all out on paper. And no, it's like so real though. It, like it's, yeah. it's everybody kind of has those battles in their head. But sometimes with those negative voices tend to exaggerate and they lead to like a hopelessness. But So do you feel like you can kind of like reset by doing that? Yeah, it, it, it totally helps me figure things out. And that's why I write. That's why I read. It just helps me think. I'm really interested in, in psychology, psychotherapy, and just what your feelings are. 
Don't ignore them. Don't keep them down. Like, just get them out. Expose them to the light. Write them down. Your journal should be, like, the safest place. Like, I, I read a lot of, like, um, Plato, like, ancient Greek philosophy. Yeah. And if that's an interest, I would always advise people to read that. But those are, I mean, those are tough books to get into. They're, yeah, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. That's a really good one. Mental health is not the same thing as mental illness. So, like, what things that you do personally for your do you know what I'm saying oh yeah because there's nothing that impacts your life more than that even even more so than like physical health can they they kind of correlate with each other mm -hmm. like sometimes yeah. people oh, yeah. who are in poor physical health if you're always feeling bad that can have a huge effect on your mental health come together but yeah. mental health though if that's not in good shape I don't I don't care if you have the greatest physical health in the world mm -hmm. you're not gonna it can be the just case. like some people, but, just but there's like, some people. I mean, there's there's beautiful men, beautiful women out there with the greatest bodies that are just totally consumed true. with themselves. Yeah, and I don't think that's a good state of mental health mm -hmm. at all. But now I focus much more on like yoga and, and posture yes. to correct my previous. Lauren's a big yoga girl. Yeah, well, it it corrects all my previous bad mistakes. My shoulders were just rounded from doing all this bench press and chest stuff, and now yeah. I'm just trying to open myself back up and I hope that has a little bit of an impact on my mind as well oh, the yeah. opening of the body the opening of the mind like this quarantine period I've been really just isolated in my own head and just kind of in my own little fantasy world almost I've been so sucked out of the social world so I'll almost have to force myself to do the opposite of like try to like drop down the books a little bit and get out yeah. there because I don't want to become so one-sided but having a good balance of the mm -hmm. two that that's pretty much my day it, it's yeah. kind of a repetition of those things my brain gets tired I'll take a nap let let myself yeah 20 minute power nap is just incredible okay <laughs> I just could never it, see it recharges me yeah like I started with saying I pay attention to my dreams and I, I try to pay attention to my daydream. All my feelings throughout the day, I, I try to be very in tune with them, not not brush anything off. In tune with your mental health. I really like what I do every day. These last few months, I've been very good spirits. Good. And so just simply the things that you do every day. So for me, it's just doing what really interests me. Being a good friend too, if, if you're lucky to have best friends like like you and Lauren right here like the simple act of being a good friend that that makes a huge difference in, in people's lives and, and being kind and understanding and standing up for yourself standing up for people who can't do so for themselves just all those on the outside but but thanks so much for all your advice and and everything. Oh, thank you for letting it's me come good. on here. It's good to hear your perspective guts. because you're very honest. Yes. I try. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, yeah. I, no, I like this though. This was fun. Good. So whenever you guys, if you ever run out of guests, you might see, give me a holler. You might hear Sam again on another podcast. Oh, he will be back. Thank you so much for listening to the Listen to Our Vision Mental Health Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes Sunday at 8 p.m. Keep up with our Instagram at Vision Mental Health and our website, visionmentalhealth.com.